And we are live. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Play to Earn channel. My name is Nico, your host today for the Play to Earn weekly show, episode number seven already. And with me today is Bruno. How are you, Bruno, today? Hello, Nico. How are you? I'm really good, really happy to be here once again. We love to talk about NFT gaming, so really happy. Yeah, even if it's early morning, it's not that early, but you're not a morning person. No, we were chatting no, it was 3 a.m. last night for you. You were still chatting with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a night owl than uh, an early bird, uh, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm more the early bird. I was 5 a.m. this morning and we, we, we were chatting uh, and we were chatting. It was 5 a.m. for me. We have another early bird with us uh, today. Uh, That's today right. We have... We have Mike. Mike is the founder of Planet Mojo, and he's joining us. It's 5 a.m. for you, I think, too, no? It is. Don't remind me. <laughs> so, guys, guys please excuse, <laughs> let's Respect. excuse Mike if he let's falls asleep during the live. Later. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we, we'll be okay. You, you have your coffee. You have everything ready for you? We're good. We're good. Right. I'm ready. All right. Cool. I'm gonna put a little a little sound just to wake you guys up and we jump straight into it. All right, all right. So guys, let's start with the, the news of the weeks, the top news of the weeks. So the, the theme today is well the crypto markets are still down, everybody is fearful. Uh, everybody tells you no no no, it's dangerous, it's going Bitcoin Bitcoin is still going down. But we have seen some projects that we have like uh, the planet sales for Phantom Galaxies. We have Splinterlands that is selling uh, validator nodes and licenses. And we see that these uh, these projects are selling quite well. So I don't know, is gaming, you know, bear market proof or is uh, what's the reason for that? So the, the first one. Um, I'm going to show you the post, the article that we posted yesterday. It's about the Splinterlands validator nodes. So Splinterlands is selling validator nodes and licenses. So if you want to know all the details, we're going to put the link in the description down there. But basically, they sold in the first minute over 1,000 licenses. Okay, with no technical issue apparently, it all uh, went very well. And then the remaining stock got sold out over the next 10 minutes. Okay, so that's pretty impressive okay. uh, in, in this time. And the overall value is 18 million SPS tokens. Okay, so all these tokens are going to be burnt. So reducing the supply of uh, SPS token. Um, and it's quite a success, I would say, in these times. Of course, Splinterlands is the OG in the space. Uh, it's one of the most played uh, blockchain game. Uh, but it's it, it's still quite impressive uh, in, in a time of everybody is fearful and uh, gaming is seen like within the crypto space. Gaming is seen as even riskier assets. I don't know what you guys think about that, but uh... well, that that's right. And I think these are great news for NFT gaming because somehow it shows us that maybe at some point the NFT gaming industry is going to be uncorrelated with the rest of the crypto markets. Um, and that's great. Maybe some projects, they can become safe havens, uh, you know, for you to store your value. Yeah. Yeah. For store value, I don't know, but I think, yeah, maybe just people believe in it. And well, I know we do, uh, Mike, you probably do as well, because, uh, that, that's your business. You're, you're going full in as well. But, uh, 
what we believe, and we talked about it on the show before, like for us, gaming is what is going to bring uh, adoption, mass adoption to, to the crypto. Um, that's really, you know, once we facilitate the, the barrier to entry with great onboarding mechanism, and I feel like a lot of people in the space understand that as well and, and believe it as well. And it might even be, gaming might even be the, the niche that, you know, starts the next uh, bull cycle, if we get one soon. Very possible. I think people want to, I think people look at gaming as more of a long-term, you know, in what you want to call it investment or not, but a, a long-term, you know, participation in a project, uh, whether it's for the nodes, you know, or NFTs. It, it, if you believe in a high quality project long-term, then, you know, you believe these are sort of the next generation of, of NFTs and assets for blockchain. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bruno, you had another one. There is another big project that is currently selling uh, NFTs and that's going pretty well, no? That's right, Nico. So we got here uh, and that blocks open beta, okay, which is starting today. So today everyone is going to be able to play this. I've already tried the game and you guys know I like it. I love to shoot zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, Bruno, on that blocks, I'm killing to earn, shooting zombies. Yeah, killing to earn. And this is going to be very, very interesting because, as you guys know, they have like some very specific and to uh, some very specific tokenomics that we've never seen so far in NFT gaming. And I think, uh, and I'm very, very curious about this because. If Undead Block succeeds, okay, which I think there's like a good chance for it to happen because the gameplay is really good, um, we might see more other projects adopting uh, similar tokenomics. So really, really interesting. Here, Open Beta starts today, guys. Don't miss it. So it starts today, it. okay. Yes, we already have here. Yesterday, in... checked yesterday. We couldn't download it yet, but uh, I will check. Uh, I will check again later. Yeah. Yeah, and we already have here a dashboard uh, with weapon landing too. So if you actually own more than one NFT, you're going to be able to land these weapons and get like a percentage of how much um, your scholar makes with your weapon in gold. Okay, so it's op open beta, but the rental system is already is already live. Will will already be functional. No, only when the full game is released. Okay, which is going to happen okay. around June, July. June, July. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is when they're also going to enable the play, play to earn or kill to earn in this case. <laughs> okay, then besides this, we also have Phantom Galaxies. So their planet sale is going on. So they already did the, the planet sale A, okay, which is for people who have the NFT, uh, the hopeful, okay, and this went very, very well. So for you guys, it took like four minutes for all the 30 medium planets to sell out, okay? Then all the three large planets also sold, sold out in under three hours. Okay, guys, large planet planets cost 150K, okay? And they sold yeah. out in like three hours. That was, I was like, okay, how much is a large planet? $150,000 for a large planet. So they only sold three, but well... <laughs> Still, I mean, still, it's very, it's really bullish for uh, Phantom Galaxies. Then small planets sold out in four hours. Okay, they cost around 3K. Actually, I wanted a small planet, but I didn't have a hopeful. 
so I didn't have access to the sale. And then right now we only have smaller and big asteroids. Yeah, so basically there's they didn't meet all of them yet, but right now only the people with the B tickets, which are people who completed episode one and episode two, have access to the sale and public sale is going to come out in 14 hours and 49 minutes. Okay, okay so then now besides for the this, the ticket is open. Sorry, I just because yes. I, I'm not sure if uh, I get lost following too many projects. So, B ticket okay. is the people who completed episode one or two and redeemed their NFTs, right? After completing the, 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 the two episodes. That's right. That's right. Okay, so cool. So, th those, those players, they have access to the sale right now, which is pre sale B. And in 14 hours, everyone is going to have access to the planet sale. Okay. Or asteroid okay. sale because all the planets are sold out in this case. <laughs> yeah, so only small asteroids, large asteroids. Um, so the, the supply is way bigger. We have at least 30,000 yes. for the large asteroids total and the small 70,000. So yeah, let's see, let's see how that goes. One thing I, I saw in a previous report, we had 165 total planets, large planets, but they only sold three. So they probably will sell different phases as well, no? Not sure, or maybe mm, we perhaps. reported last time. Yeah, yeah. But actually, yeah, I also uh, had the idea that of. also had the idea that there were more asteroids too. Uh, but yeah, guys, public sale in fourteen hours. Then there's another game uh, that is also doing their land sale, which is Rebel Bots. So we already covered Rebel Bots here. Personally, I don't like the gameplay. I think it's way too simplistic. It's kind of like XEV2, but with robots, and they're selling their land right now. But in this game, land is not like other play and earn games or other NFT games where it's like a plus. Uh, here, you really need land in order to play the game. And they've been selling their land for quite some days. And it's going at like, I don't know, 55% or less. We have 150K land plots available and only 83k were sold out. So here land is actually quite cheap. You can actually buy your own land plot at $75 and you're going to get three fighting bots, which are NFTs, which you also need to play the game uh, for free. So it's like a pack, $75, you get the land plot and three fighting bots. And there's still lots of uh, land plots available. Okay, which is a bit okay, and that's less the key, bullish. That's the key to play the game, right? You need this to play. Exactly, exactly. You need it to play the game. Um, and yeah, I think this was a bit too ambitious, 150K, uh, considering uh, our current crypto market conditions. And yeah, if you guys want to grab some land plot, it's right here, $75. Okay. And when, when is the game out? Uh, actually, I mean, I can check the roadmap here, but I'm not that <laughs> sure. Trick question, sorry. <laughs> early morning trick question. Yeah, too many questions for early morning, Nigo. Let's yes. see, roadmap. I think uh, it's not too far out. Where is the roadmap? Kingdom lands, lands. Okay, let's see. So yeah, basically then you're going to be able to assemble more fighting bots. Okay, so you start with three and you're going to be able to assemble pieces. Okay, this is how the gameplay is going to look like. So XEV2 right here. 
then you're going to have adventure mode just like in xcv2 <laughs> Yeah, it and really it, looks like we, we it's not a copy paste, but yeah, we took some gameplay that we saw was working and uh yeah, let's put some robots because kids they like robots. I like robots, you like robots, we all like Mike, do you like robots? Yes. Who doesn't like robots? Yeah, exactly. everyone likes yeah, people robots maybe, but you know. <laughs> One cool thing <laughs> is that they have uh, Ubisoft as investors, okay? That's quite good. Yeah, there are some impressive backers. There are some impressive backers. Lots of influencers talked about the project as well. But as you said, 150,000 uh, NFT for sale in the current condition uh, might be a bit ambitious. And we've seen many, many projects uh, delay their, their, their mints uh, due to the market condition. Uh, and I think that's a good transition uh, to talk about. Uh, Mike is raising his hand here uh, to talk about uh, Planet Mojo. So Bruno, you want to do a, a quick intro of Planet Mojo? I know you've been looking into the project, and uh, and then we'll let uh, Mike uh, uh, tell us all about his baby. That's right. So Planet Mojo is a project that recently popped up in my radar and I really liked what I saw. So if you guys actually take a look into Mojo. So these are the Mojos. As you guys can see, artwork is just amazing. So these are like 3D fully animated NFTs. Okay. And they have their mint phase coming up really soon. So on the 1st of June, you're going to be able to uh, mint your Mojo on Starter, And on the 2nd of June, you're going to be able to mint your mojo if you actually get a whitelist uh, from us or from any uh, member of the team of Planet Mojo. Okay, so artwork is simply amazing. And basically, it's going to be an auto-battler, okay, uh, as the core gameplay. But we're also going to have the biome uh, gameplay, which is like land. But both of these, both of these are going to come out uh, together. And... Guys, just like the artwork itself, the artwork speaks by itself. It's simply beautiful, really detailed, and I'm quite bullish on this project that recently popped up on my radar. But Mike, I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to yeah, give you the stage. Is yours, Mike. The stage <laughs> is yours. It's your project. Well, thank you, Bruno. Appreciate being here, uh, both you guys. Uh, Definitely. I've been reading your, your newsletter and watching the show for a while. So you guys have been a great source of information for me and the team as well, just to try to keep up with this space. Even before we got on, you guys taught me, but a couple projects we haven't heard of. <laughs> it's um, insane. It's, it never stops. Huh? <laughs> no. And that's what, that's why we haven't stopped just because you gotta, you gotta keep ahead of the Joneses in this space. But you know, the one thing we do love about this space compared to Web 2 games is there is much more a feeling of collaboration. There, there is less hardcore competitiveness, which there is in traditional games. It's, it's hard to get people to help you, you know, and partner. In this space, everyone wants to partner together because really we're all trying to raise awareness of what these games are, you know. So I... I we really don't look at it too much as competitive in these early stages. Yeah, so... Yeah, for, so yeah, Planet Mojo. So the artwork, Bruno mentioned the artwork. For me, when I see the artwork, it reminds me of something from uh, a few years ago, uh, the inspiration. Uh, Arthur and the Minimoys, no? I, I, that's the first thing that jumped into my... Arthur I don't know why if it's... Arthur and the Minimoys. 
Oh, I don't even know that. So you don't I can know honestly that. So... say we're not inspired by it, but it sounds like I'm going to like it. Okay, let me. I'll let you introduce the project. I'm gonna after. bring some 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 artwork. Yeah, yeah. It's from Luc Besson. I'm French, you know, so I I, I think it got exported to to the US and stuff. But uh, but it was a big project, uh, animation project in France. Wow. So well, go ahead. Let's go back to Planet amazing. Mojo. <laughs> uh, cool. Can you um? Can I? Uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. I'll okay. bring up your screen here. And let me get this full screen. Okay. Is that better now? You yes, see that? Perfect. Okay. Great. Yeah, so just an overview about what Planet Mojo is and who we are. Um, you know, first of all, we're a group of game industry veterans. Uh, a bunch of us worked together at LucasArts in the 90s on amazing games that people somehow still remember, which is awesome, like Monkey Island and Full Throttle and Sam and Max um, and a bunch of Star Wars games, too. And the rest of the team comes from other companies like EA, Activision. But um, my last company, Happy Giant, you know, our core team had been working together for almost 10 years. We had just made a, a VR game last year. And as we were making that, I caught wind of, you know, NFTs and blockchain and really became obsessed with this space and just really continued to study it and try to learn as much as we could. And so Planet Mojo really came out of that. We wanted to make something a little bit different, sort of a, a true IP with a story, breadth and narrative that we could tell over time. We really love the way like stories are told in Web3 because they're kind of told in this like sort of nonlinear multimedia way using all different types of media, cinematic, text and the game itself and so we wanted to make something that would you know stand the test of time we're a project that really is focused on building something that's going to be long term and sustainable and our true vision is we're starting as bruno said with an auto chess and land gameplay but within a short time we want to have a suite of interconnected games that as you collect these characters the mojos and i'll show you the champions in a second, you can bring them and your teams to other PvP games as well, which we will, of course, you know, listen to our community, put it up to a vote in terms of what games we make next, basically. So okay, so basically, you're it's kind of more of a gaming, a new gaming studio that that you're creating. Like there is this first auto auto chess uh, battler that's that's first game, but then you're planning to build to build more around the same universe, right? Exactly, exactly. And like we say, you know, how a lot of the, the auto chess games that took off a couple years ago, like Dota 2 Underlords, Team Fight Tactics, these came from MOBAs and then they made an auto chess game. Maybe we'll make an auto chess game and then we'll make a MOBA because we're mm -hmm. perfectly set up for that as well. Yeah. Um, just given the IP and the characters and how they can cross over. But we, you know, we took a lot of time to think about what we wanted to make for our first game, looking at this space. And even though we fully believe, you know, Web2 gamers are going to come over, are already coming over to this space, are here, a lot of people in this space aren't hardcore gamers. They don't have hardcore graphic cards, etc. And so we wanted to make less of a Twitch game that anyone could play all over the world on a low-end machine, etc. So... That's why we're also debuting our game in the browser and we'll take it to mobile after that as well. 
we really wanted to give um, accessibility so people could experience this and get in easy to it, not have to jump through, you know, eight steps like a lot of other crypto games. So, so yeah. Okay, yeah, and I just uh, just before the show started, I was on the, on our play tour and Discord server. Uh, guys, join the Discord server. We share a lot of info and we sh we talk between gamers there. And someone was asking, "What's a free to play where I can earn game, but that doesn't require a good machine?" And uh, um, so 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 yeah, I think that there is definitely dem demand for that. Uh, people like, yeah, I want to be able to play a game, but I don't have you know the latest graphic cards. And of course, we all yeah. love AAA games, amazing graphics, but. Uh, uh, there, there is space and there is demand as well for uh, you know a game that everyone can play and can enjoy on lower spec machine or even phones. I would say it's a bigger market. I'll say like it's a bigger yeah. market than than the really triple. I mean not triple A, but uh, really demanding games. For example, if you consider that Play to One got viral in the Philippines, and I mean win the Philippines as like a high end machine, right? This is exactly why we we win this direction and and the thing about auto chess is it is slower pace but it has incredible strategy and triple a gamers love it so that's why we felt it was like this perfect hybrid and you can see you know by the quality of our artwork here that you know it's very high end so if if the audience if our community you know demands hey you guys should make a downloadable one too we can do that you know we're building this in unity we're very used to making cross-platform but we're listening to the community. We've done tons of AMAs and with our own, and it's clear people want mobile next. You know, that, that's the one that everyone all over the world wants to be able to play on mobile devices, interestingly enough, or, or maybe not surprisingly. One thing that I loved about Planet Mojo is that you guys got some partnership. So in the upcoming Mint, if you actually mint a Mojo, one tree is going to be planted somewhere in the planet, yes. right? I have that come I, yep, here. So I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I have that slide. Let me just explain. So yeah, we're in, we're in the middle of our NFT raffle pre-mint contest. And we're also doing a partnership with Pokestarter, as Bruno mentioned. So uh, the Pokestarter sale is on june 1st you can sign up now for it i'll show a slide and everyone in both sales what happens is everyone gets a mode seed okay so everyone gets the same thing we've tried to keep it very fair and random um the mojos the initial set of mojos come in four different subclasses um there could be other types but you know the first subclasses are like moss vine um things like that and then a week later ish they'll you'll be able to plant and sprout your seed. And that's where you'll get a randomly drawn mojo. Every single one is unique. We're selling 4,444 in our sale. Starter is selling 2,000. And there's a couple other partners we might be announcing soon as well. Um, but you can see they come in different rarities. Um, some have the high rarities, have these amazing backgrounds. Uh, three out of the four have animations. And one thing we're going to do also that's unique when the game is launched uh, or after the initial launch is you'll be able to win animations in the game and eventually skins. And when you get those, you'll have a way to update your mojo and then that will be reflected in your NFT as well, if you choose. So you can win a new victory animation and apply it to your mojo and then you'll see that in your NFT as well. Okay, cool. Um, and 
Do so the mint is coming up, correct? Uh, what's the price of the mint for the for those characters? Right. So the minting day is is June sixth uh, for our for us for our, and and will also be for Pokestarter for people who purchase there. Uh, the price is going to be a thousand U.S. equivalent. We're we're going to be accepting multiple forms of payment. We are on Polygon. So you'll have to move funds over there with very low gas fees. Um, but, you know, anyone who's played Axie, et cetera, is used to Rapteeth or, or will also be accepting USDC and other forms of payment okay. as well. And here's the thing. It's, we're giving incredible value to our players. And we really wanted to not, you know, nickel and dime people. For auto chess, you need a team, right? So what we're giving people who purchase a mojo and hold it um, is incredible. So first of all, you'll get four out of the six NFT champions, which I'm going to show you more of in a second in full 3D. And these are amazing 3D characters. So you get four of these for free. So you're really getting five NFTs for the price of one. You'll get automatically allow listed for our land sale. You'll get IDO spots, some, some people randomly will get IDO spots with our partners. And this is a big one, early access to the game and our first paid tournaments, which will only, you know, will be exclusive for our early adopters. And of course, more airdrops. And this is what Bruno was talking about. And this is very important to us and our project. You know, we, we wanted to create this fantasy world that people can escape to, you know, with a story. Um, but at the same time, you know, if people are going to be spending time in metaverses and losing touch with reality. We wanted to create something that was tied to reality too. And so to start that off, we, we formed a partnership with this organization and for every mojo we sell, we will plant a tree. People can choose any continent in the world. It gets, it gets plant a real in. tree, uh, not in the metaverse. Huh? No, real tree, <laughs> real, tree. real world, a real tree, the real world. <clears throat> and we're already looking at other partnerships um, that we can extend this with and do more. With. And for us, it's just like trying to send a message too. Because if every project in this space did this, we could actually, you know, make a dent. Um, we just see so much, so much money in this space moved around. Uh, there's so much potential for for good, <laughs> and yeah, and the world for needs charity it. and good. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know why there there are a lot of these projects. It never really take off, but there's definitely some things we can do. I'm personally involved into ocean conservation. And uh, I'm talking with some people how we can do things to um, to protect the ocean because uh, the trees and the ocean that's what gives us you know that's why yep. we can breathe on this planet. So yes, absolutely, it's great to stay connected. Yeah, no, I think you're going to see more of it, and I've been seeing other projects pop up, and I think you'll see all of us partner with each other, and hopefully, and you know, we'll see where we can take it. But um, yeah, this just shows all we really tried to lean into what makes this space great so not only are these 3d game assets they're fully pfps with attributes features as well different um rarities the rarities don't have gameplay value because again we don't want to be pay to win um but over time they could but they're more of a collectible initially and yeah this just shows our pre-mint page which you can go sign up for still that ends june 2nd and then we'll announce the winners i think the next day and then the minting is the the first day of minting is june 6th and then that's wave one 
And then wave two, we're going to open it up to everyone else who signed up for any, for any, if, if there are any leftover after the first mint. Okay, cool. Maybe can we, can we give something to our community? Do you have something to, to, I, I know you're just out of bed, so that's why I'm asking, you know, like, <laughs> let, let, let's give them something. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. We're, we're going to give, I think, five whitelist spots away uh, to people who make comments, right? Is that what we said? Uh, Let, let's do that. Yeah, guys, leave randomly. a comment. Uh, have a look at Planet Mojo website. Let us know uh, why you like the game. What's your favorite characters? Leave a comment here uh, under the, the YouTube video and we'll randomly pick how many? Five, 20, 100? <laughs> five, we said. Five, okay, five, okay, five it is. <laughs> five it is, perfect. I see how this works. <laughs> Another cool thing, Mikey, I think you mentioned like uh, at some point that um, when we talked before uh, that you're going to have like spells. So this is going to be like an auto battler, but it's not going to be like Illuvium where you just uh, watch, right? You're going to somehow intervene in the outcome of battle with spells. Yeah, I mean, we may have interaction in the battles. At first stage, it is sort of still in the planning stage you're doing it, but that is very, it's something we haven't seen before in auto chess or other auto battler games. So instead of just placing characters on the board, you're going to have these spells that can be part of your team that can help your team. They can be healing or other types of yeah. effects for your team, or they can be more attack oriented hurting the other team all kinds you know we have portal spells but over time um you know there we hope there'll be thousands of these and they're broken down by different um by the different subclasses so you can collect them as you play um we may turn them into nfts that's something we're still debating um cool. i want to make sure i show this part too really quick because the other part of planet mojo the, the the inhabitants are these clans and these are some of their banners and symbols um of the different ones and just to give you a look at some of these characters that you're battling with um in auto chess you, you sort of level up as you're playing so you can see here how they get more powerful if you're doing well in the game and these were our concept artists we have an amazing uh That's team and our team we're about 20 plus people now and growing very quickly. Um, and I got a couple first looks here for you right after these. So these are the 2D. And now you can see how they turned into 3D characters. Oh, the 3D random. oh yeah. Really cool. Amazing. So yeah, we, we had one comment uh, here. The Bitfox said, really nice game. The Mojos remember me of Groot's. Yes, that's, yeah, you are not the spirit. first to say it. Uh, yeah, yes. Groot was definitely a little inspiration. Um, another one actually was, was Little Big Planet, believe it or not. If you look at the shape of them, because uh -huh. we want to be able to sort of dress them and skin them over time, and that'll be kind of part of the story as well. So yeah, this is and something we, we haven't the, shown this. Yeah, look, I'm showing that's the inspiration I found. So that's this uh, motion picture from, I think it's probably 15 years ago uh, from Luc Besson, Arthur and the Minimoys. And it's probably the color, the nature, inspired theme, and, and, oh, wow. uh, and the small characters that uh, yeah, reminded me of that. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch this this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops, sorry. No, no, that's cool. Yeah, so this is, yeah, this is a gameplay Whoa. shot. We're actually just releasing this for the first time really so you guys are getting a first look at it we're gonna have many different arenas and different 
the biomes are different types. This is more of a, obviously a tropical, like a forest. And, but yeah, you can see, you know, each team having mojos, champions, um, a bench as well. The UI is, is temporary. It's going to get even more beautiful, but yeah, I just want to give, we want to start showing gameplay. We know people want to see it and believe me, we we've been working very hard on it. Uh, as you see here, updated the roadmap, a uh, lot coming, including an amazing uh, cinematic trailer that our friends of ours are doing with us, uh, guys who used to work at Pixar and ILM. Here's a little sneak peek, actually, from the trailer. Not final, but still amazing. You can see a, a mojo. Yeah, the, the art oh, the I really like it, man. Really, truly yeah. amazing. Uh, we, we have the classic question that just pops on the screen, uh, Mike. When? <laughs> when, when can we play it? When can I play when, it? Yeah. When, when can we play it? When Lambo? You know the classic questions. <laughs> blockchain. We'll start with the playing part. That the game that we're aiming for late this summer, um, you know, say probably August. Um, mm -hmm. We're working really hard on the, um, you know, having the gameplay be very fluid, uh, getting our early adopters in, getting their feedback, helping balance it. So. It's really not too long. Um, if we can hit that deadline, uh, three months or so, maybe less um, for sneak peeks for for some people, the Brunos, et cetera. Um, but yeah, we, we want to get it uh, in people's hands as fast yeah. as we can, get feedback and really, you know, balance the game as, as best we can. That, that's great with Web3 compared to Web2. You told about the, the, the community and the partnership, but we see a lot of projects. You can put, you know, an early release of the game in the hands of player and get feedback yes. and, and yeah, adapt. Yeah. And that's, that's something really new and refreshing in the, in the, in the gaming spaces. Uh, it's probably not easy to manage for, for a studio or developer to, to have all this feedback mm -hmm. and while you're building something. Uh, but uh, to me, it's like, it's, it's... It, 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 I totally agree with you, but it's, but I look at it as sort of a continuum from what was already happening in games, just like community has grown mm -hmm. to be very powerful in games. And we've seen the rise of things like early access and stuff like that. Yes. And of course, Kickstarter. And, and Web3 Gaming like wraps that all together and evolves it to the next level. And now you're in early access, but you're like, we look at community as like part of our team. You know, it's so like in football, US, like, like some, some teams have like the, the 12th player is the, is mm -hmm. the field. Like that's how we look at yeah. community, you know, for us. And so that's, that's a critical part of this. Yeah, and that's definitely key. Building, uh, building a strong community and strong relationship, and, and players actually involved. Uh, your best ambassadors. Yeah, Great. our community's uh, been incredible. I mean, the artwork they've done, and it's grown so much over the last month or so. So we're really excited about that. Okay, cool, cool. Thank you, thank you, my guys. Go thank check you. out Planet Mojo. The link is in the description. And don't forget, leave us a comment. You can get some whitelist spot for the upcoming mint of uh, the mojos. So leave a nice comment. Tell us why you like Planet Mojo in the comment, and we will randomly pick someone because we're fair and <laughs> we will do it truly randomly. Sorry, you're not getting anything. <laughs> I want to talk about another project minting soon. One of our partners, it's Block Play. 
Blockplay is what is Blockplay? We published an article, I think, uh, over, just over a month ago about Blockplay. It's an upcoming uh, community-driven metaverse project. Uh, they were supposed to do their NFT mint two weeks ago, so obviously they took the wise decision to delay it. And the mint is actually happening on the 31st of May. Um, we will publish an article uh, tomorrow, I think. We're just uh, waiting for final details. But speaking about giveaways, we got some whitelist spots to give to you guys as well. And we got 15 whitelist spots and we got three free NFTs. So the NFTs are those 3D characters. You can see the style, it's really cool. Um, and they have quite a bit of utility in the game. So of course you got early access to the block play metaverse. Um, it's a full 3D rigged avatar model. Uh, special access to future drops because this is the Genesis uh, drop for this collection um, and many many more benefits uh, what's quite interesting about block play and what they did during this time they, they listened to their community as well we we're just talking about it uh, with you Mike but they've been listening to their community and they're, now they're adding another layer of role-playing game so basically everybody who has an NFT will be able to choose different roles so role is uh, influencer, or I can be a creative a builder. Uh, I can be, well, you, you can, like in real world, in real life, you can choose your role and play that role in the, in the block play metaverse. So really nice project, guys, check it out. And our Gleam uh, giveaway, we're going to leave the link into the description right after we finish the live stream. And there are like 15 whitelist spots uh, up for grabs and two free Blockplay NFTs. Blockplay is also doing a virtual uh, conference, a virtual expo. It's Blockplay Expo. And this is at the end of June. Uh, it's an online expo with many speakers uh, from the space, game studios, investors, uh, creators, developers. So definitely something to keep an eye uh, on as well. Blockplay NFT. But Nico, uh, what's the, yes. the game about? Is it like a social metaverse? It's a social metaverse, yeah. So the roadmap uh, for the social metaverse, of course, it's a big project, so it's still a bit far away, but they're going to be releasing a few experiences first, like we see many metaverse projects. Experiences, uh, okay. So it's yeah, going to be something a, like a Sandbox, maybe Centraland, yes, something yeah. like that? Yes. Okay. Exactly. And what they have at their core is yeah, community driven and uh, interoperability with other projects. So being able to bring other NFTs from other projects and integrating um, in, in, their, uh, in their world as well. So when we say metaverse, we, you know, now, nowadays everybody puts metaverse on their projects. But uh, okay. I think the interoperability, that's what makes real you know, this creates this unity in the metaverse. So let's say I can take my mojo and play it, play with it <laughs> on the sandbags or, or in block play, uh, or I can have it a card on Splinterlands, whatever. But uh, I think that's really interesting. And like you said, Mike, earlier, like it, people in, in Web3, it's, we create those links, we create those partnerships. It's way easier than it was uh, with Web2 or with previous generations. Uh, you're oh. muted, Mike. We lost Mike. He <laughs> didn't fall asleep, but he, but he, but he was muted. <laughs> lost my voice. I said, you're no, right. I totally agree. And the enthusiasm and desire to do that is there in this space. And we want to do that. 
the reality, people know the tech side of it, depending on how deep you want it to be, yes. it's going to take a little while. Like It's one thing to just bring a statue from one game into another and show it off in your house, like mm-hmm. have your mojo sort of as a trophy in Decentraland, but to have it actually walk around and interact with things and have the same you know, weapon that does something in one game, do it in another, this yeah. is not trivial. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, this is this is difficult for sure. But you know, with the NFTs, we have traits, we have uh, yes. characteristics and stuff, and that can be you know used yes. in and, a different that, way than the and original people can game. Take our NFTs or anyone and make yes. a game out of it. You know, like we exactly. see with loot and other things. And we told we're already talking to other projects. So there are easy ways to do this. Like if it's a racer, that's that's a mm-hmm. lot easier. Just yeah. put the character yeah. in the car. Here you go. You know, so we're, we're totally open to that. And that's why we're also making our own interoperability, right? But have have games and let true interoperability where you can really get full use out of the characters. Cool. Let's jump to the next section. There are like some, uh, let's jump to the alpha, some upcoming games or games that were just released and that we're looking at. Uh, Bruno, what's on, what's on your radar this week? So besides uh, Planet Mojo, I also have here Cross the Ages, which is a novel. So they got big emphasis on writing and storylines. So if you guys actually want, there's like a book just about this project with the lore and everything. And besides that, it's a Web3 NFT trading card game. But it's not like Gods and Chain. Okay, we already have lots of games that came from like the... Um, Hearthstone format, it's not like that. Okay, actually, I'm going to show you in a bit here the gameplay. It's really different. It's something more like I think we did a review about the game that's very identical. Uh, Legends of Crypto, right? Which is also a trading card game. Yep. Okay, so this is going to be in that format, the gameplay, okay? I actually really like it because it's different, you know? Instead of just copying the format of other games, we're going to have uh, something that's kind of unique. So this is how it's going to look like. And yeah, you flip cards and it's more like strategic. And also animations are really cool. They also have some really good cinematics, okay? But yeah, basically it's going to be like this. The gameplay. I also really like the background, all the background changes and everything. So there you go. NFTs, cards are going to be NFTs, obviously. And then another really cool feature about Cross the Ages is that they actually expanded beyond the metaverse because if you actually own some of the NFT cards, you're going to be able to turn those cars into a physical piece with the NFC, okay, which is like a ship, okay, and that ship is going to uh, prevent uh, fake copying that same cars, okay. So let's imagine you get like a really rare card, and well, it, it can be frozen. You can freeze the NFT and get the physical piece, okay. So you're going to need to pay their token, which is CTA. Okay, which is also their governance token. In order to do this, that's one of the use cases of the token. Okay, uh, NFC cards, printing on of NFC cards from NFTs. Once the NFC is printed, the NFTs will be frozen as a digital card. 
So this is really interesting and that's something that no other card game did. And you guys know me, I love um, innovation and new things in the NFT gaming space. Okay, so basically this token, uh, besides governance, you're also going to be able to stake it, mint NFTs from digital cards. Okay, so there's lots of use cases when it comes to this, which is also a big plus because usually you see like governance token and most NFT games, uh, they just have like one use case for their on-chain token, which is governance and staking. And I think that's really bad utility and that's why some tokens dump so much because governance and staking doesn't create enough buying pressure in the market. Yeah, and do okay. we have well, real governance as well? That's uh, that's another thing. Yeah, but that's yeah, another thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So sorry, sorry, I interrupted you. No, but You're... yeah, Cross the Age. We we posted an article last week about it, so check it out. They have a strong team behind, and I like this. Uh, like we said, with the planting trees, there is this crossover between the the digital world and the real world so there is actually a novel there is a book um and yes. they also have those physical cards uh that that can be played and uh and i think that's uh that's interesting and it's another way of uh, integrating all of the worlds and uh as part of the bigger metaverse cool that's right i i actually agree on you when you said that um governance is kind of like I don't think governance works until uh, like a very late stage of development because, I mean, if you, if you have like a team of developers and you're like developing a Web3 game and you have like an economist, an expert in these, expert in that, expert in marketing, I mean, I don't think you can really have the community uh, influencing the development of the game. Like, I, I don't think that works out. Maybe like in a later stage after you have like everything is working perfectly, maybe then you can allow the community to take some decisions. But in an early stage, it doesn't work. Like, look at X-Infinity. AXS is the governance token, right? But for how long did we have X-Infinity? We have had X-Infinity for like two years. And so far, what can you, what do you have of governance? Zero. Like, you can't, you can't take decisions, you know? Very limited. So that's kind of like bad utility. That's something I don't like to see. Then we have this game on early access to the game, June 20, uh, 2022, and general access, July 2022. Okay, so we're almost there, just two more months, and we're going to have crossed the ages. And yeah, I think it looks like a solid project to me. Cool. Yeah, nice. Cross the eight uh, to check out. Um, yesterday, I found out about a project that totally flew under my radar and that was released yesterday. And oh. this is an amazing and beautiful game. Oh, so it's... this game, they partnered with Studio Ghibli, the animation studio, the, the, the world famous animation studio. And they built quietly. So it's Netmarble. Uh, we talked about Netmarble. It's a huge mobile gaming development company. Uh, I think they're from Korea. Uh, they have like huge IP and titles in Asia. Um, so a lot of experience in mobile game development. And they just quietly released yesterday Ni no Kuni. Guys, we're going to okay. play a little <laughs> video. But no what you see, Ni no Kuni. Uh, uh, so pardon my accent. But what you actually see... Thank you for see, participating in the Soul Divers so the, post-beta test. The download of the game is quite big. It's like two or three gigabytes to download the game. There was lots of animations. What you see on the screen here is what you see on your mobile phone. 
And the characters that you see, they actually, that's the gameplay. That's the actually how the gameplay on mobile looks like right now. So this is a MMORPG? Yes. Oh, it looks really good. It looks great. I downloaded the game. I didn't expect that. I downloaded the game. I told my girlfriend, I said, you should look at that. And, and I said, oh no, I need to get back to work because I, it, I started playing for like 45 minutes. So you can choose your character. There are different characters, different classes. And mm -hmm. you go around this vast world and it's an RPG. There is probably going to be a multiplayer um, aspects of it. I didn't have time to, to dig too deep into the game. Uh, but the universe, the graphics are beautiful, the universe is great, and the, the, the gameplay, it just works well, even on lower specs phone. Uh, it just requires a large download, but it's, it's really smooth. Uh, you have great cutscenes, animation, cinematics, um, and yeah, so definitely, guys, check it out. There is a play-to-earn aspect to it. Uh, it. They don't put it forward too much. So I suspect that they build this game and they say, oh, maybe we can make it play to earn because NetMobile decided <laughs> to, to go into the play and earn model. Uh, so we have some information here. Uh, we're going to leave the, 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 the links in the description as well about the tokens, the different tokens, uh, the utility, the price is not known yet, known yet. But I was on some Discord channel and some people say, well, the, the game is, is great, it's fun to play. Let's go and grind and just farm these tokens and see how it goes. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, it, it just looks beautiful. Uh, go have a look. Ni no kuni. Uh, no it's available on iOS and Android right now. And yeah, that was oh. a stealth release. That but no there's a PC version too, right? I'm seeing it there. There, there is a PC version, but I think it's a port oh. of the of the mobile version. So okay. it's kind of a yeah uh, an emulation of the mobile comment. So I think the, the experience it's really built for mobile first. Okay, okay. So yeah, that's Nino Kuni. Another stealth launch, Cantina Royale. Cantina Royale, same. I, I was aware uh, someone sent me the tip about the, this project. I say, hey, look at this. Usually, you know, you check the social media accounts, you see 300 followers on Twitter. What's it? Okay, but it looks good. Oh, oh um, yeah. It's kind of a PvE, PvP. MOBA and then okay that's uh, that really looks nice the website looks nice fully modeled 3d characters uh dungeon modes and they have their first uh partnerships as well actually their first partner partnerships with an nft collection is not uh one of the smallest one is with board air board ape yacht club so um this project really keep an eye on it and what I was even more surprised that it's coming out in July. If we look at the roadmap, uh, did I open the roadmap here? No, but we can check out the white paper and let me check the roadmap real quick. July 22, game launch, NFT landing platform and PVP game modes. So uh, quite, uh, I was quite surprised to see this game coming, just coming out of the woods and we haven't heard they didn't do any marketing before, you know, announcing this uh, this and very this launch coming very soon, very soon. I joined same. I joined the Discord server this morning. There was only like three hundred or two hundred and fifty members on there, but you can see that now it's gonna it's gonna grow very definitely very quickly. But um, yeah, a lot of these projects building in the background, I think, and all of a sudden they they coming out and uh, things we don't expect. 
So that's um, that's quite uh, nice to see. They have some NFT lending um, that's uh, in the pipeline as well. Uh, do your own research. We haven't we didn't have time to do a lot of research, but that's the alpha for the day. That's something really early, but at the same time coming really soon. I'm actually curious about the utility of the tokens because when I see like scholarship program, I'm like. Mm. I mean, we see, we saw what happened with Axie, and I think we have Axie really... PTSD. You all have Axie PTSD. Pegaxi PTSD. Is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what happens with the most scholarship programs is that it creates usually like a huge selling pressure on the tokens. So I think you need really good tokenomics in order to have like uh, NFT lending and NFT breeding. Yeah, it's not, um, it's not easy. How about Planet Mojo? Is this something that you have planned as well? NFT lending and uh, and scholarships? Is that something yeah. that you, you're yeah. talking about? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we already have partnerships with many different guilds, Merit, mm -hmm. Rainmaker, um, Unix, many others. I'm forgetting. It's too early. Avocado. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah we, we it, it, it might not be in there for the initial early access launch, but we want it in there for our full launch, which will come later in the fall, where we'll open the game up more. And we're already talking to several partners who have protocols we can use with that. And what we predicted is kind of happening is that the space is evolving and maturing. And so there's other things that we, we would have had to write ourselves six months ago, we can kind of tap into and have a more the guilds it's clear wants a better process than what Axie currently yeah. has. They don't want to yes. be dealing with spreadsheets and tracking everything themselves. So we're, we're trying to streamline that over time as well, as well as our marketplace with, with partners. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, one thing I wanted to sell about uh, Cantina world as well. So they have, but they are, so they, the lead was run by Elrond. So we haven't heard about the Elrond blockchain for quite a while. But this is a project coming out of Elrond. Uh, they have uh, investors such as Crypto.com, uh, Animoca Brands, uh, Skynet, so Elrond Capital, Good Games Guild. Uh, I think Merit Circle is there as well. So big, big, big backers there. Big players, yeah. Uh, so we can expect something, something coming, uh, coming very soon. As you said, Bruno, the tokenomics, the, the game economies, no one has the, 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 the magic potion yet. We, we, That's we right. Know. It's, uh, we'll have to see with, uh, with time who, who finds the, the solution, who finds, you know, the who right balance the, between yeah. utility and rewarding the, the players and stuff. So uh, definitely um, something to follow and, and super interesting. Yeah, that's right. I think right now everyone is kind of like still testing what works, what doesn't work. And yeah, I think the the first game to actually find out the solution that's gonna, going to be huge, you know, and then many other projects are going to see, okay, this works and they're going to copy it basically. Very typical in gaming for that to happen. Cool. Uh, Mike, it was great to have you. Thank you. We, we Thank made you, you. Wake up very early. So I hope... Uh, I, I hope we didn't bore you and you're not going straight no, back to no, sleep. No, no, uh, no. You're, you're full of energy. <laughs> Motivated for me for the day. No, now I'm going back to bed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Well, it's 6 p.m. here. I have a friend's birthday tonight, so for me, it's gonna have uh, it's gonna be beer time uh, <laughs> around the friends. Uh, thanks a lot for being here. Congrats uh, on the progress on Planet Mojo. We'll definitely Thank you. follow and keep in touch. 
Bruno, thank you very much. Bruno, you are the king of the outro, so we're gonna try to do it <laughs> with you, but you're the king, so this one is yours. I'll let you the stage. Okay, guys, so don't forget about the whitelist, about Planet Mojo that is going on. Don't forget to leave us a comment, hit that like button, subscribe for more NFT gaming content, and the secret to manics in the metaverse. See you in the metaverse, guys.